You're listening to the HBCU CEO podcast. Dream big, win big. All right, Rod, HBCU CEO. Let's talk about the Albany Panthers, a Southern Fried Enigma. For me, it's the story behind the championship. So let's talk about the story behind the championship. Um, so what and who and what are the Albany Panthers and this lovely um, helmet behind you? What is, what is that? What is that about? Yep. Yeah, the, the helmet is, uh, is our helmet from the Albany Panthers uh, indoor football franchise. And we started playing football in Albany, Georgia, is, is real the way they say it down there. In Albany. Al- Albany. Albany. Yep. Uh, in 2010. And we played the for four seasons, uh, so 2010, 2011, 2012, and 2013. And we, uh, we were champions after our 2011 and 2012 season. So in 2013, we actually were going for a three-peat, which didn't happen, but but we, we were going for a three-peat in... Um, so you have rings. You have several rings. We have two rings. Um, <laughs> they are very nice. You know, uh, we had... Yeah, the big one. Yeah, they, they were pretty big. We, you know, we, uh, we were a big deal, <laughs> I think, you know, in, uh, in Albany, Georgia. And, you know, it was a, a small town, but, you know, a very close-knit town. So, you know, the representation, being able to provide championships down there in that area, I think was uh, was one of my most impactful things that. So how do you get from Atlanta to Albany? Oh, boy. Uh, so I'll, I'll be honest, I had never heard of Albany, Georgia before uh, I got a call. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember it was um, early January and I was at an event. Now, mind you, the person that called me um, was a former owner of an indoor football team. And I'll, I'll take you back a little bit. So in 2009, uh, me and a group of uh, friends and business partners had an indoor football franchise in Washington, DC. It was a DC Armory. And so we played in Washington, DC. Uh, we played in the DC Armory which was a, an old venue, uh, armed forces building. And uh, it was quite an experience. We had to literally build the arena every time we played. Wow. We had to lay the field. We had to put the walls around. Uh, we even had uh, nets. So within the indoor football game, there are nets that mm-hmm. capture the football. Mm-hmm. We had to build the nets uh, every week. We had to build a staging platform, a clock, it was it was very interesting to, the way we uh, had you to. You learned from the ground up for real. Every time we played. Every time you played. Um, and it looked really nice once we were done, but every time then we had to break it down every time we played because they actually had events there during the week. So mm-hmm. we spent the night breaking all the things down, rolling up the carpets, and all those things. So. Anyway, so in 2009, I was with a group of guys. We played in uh, an arena football league, 
against, I think there might have been 12 to 16 teams in the league that year. Were you physically playing or you were uh, managing or owning the team that was playing? I was, I was one of the owners of the team. Uh, but in that manner, you know, we shared roles. So we had, you know, we were general manager, uh, we were marketing. As a matter of fact, one time, um, <laughs> this is the funny part, our announcer uh, didn't show for the first half. So guess who was the announcer for the football game? Wearing all of the hats. Yeah, so we all, all, we all wore various hats. Um, we, we started that, we had concerts, you know, in the venue. So we built a stage. We had um, Chuck Brown, who was the, he's, he's passed along, rest in peace, but he was the main godfather of go-go music. He was our act for our opening weekend, uh, but, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we really we really did it. I don't think of that time, however, uh, two things. D.C., it was the first time, you know, indoor football was trying to happen in D.C. And, and that season, it, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, and there was construction going on right outside of our building. So the fans that we did have uh, had to come, Yeah, they had to come from across the street, across the mud, and into the venue. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought the experience was great for the for the few folks that were, a, were able to be there. But um, so so that season we played against uh, several teams. We weren't very good because we couldn't score. But we had the best defense in the league. And if you know Shut indoor it down, football, but couldn't get over the goal line. Yep. If you know indoor football, it's about scoring. Mm -hmm. And I I think our our record ended up being something like four and eight or something like that. Um, and and we lost very close games in for the most part because one we didn't have a kicker, and uh, we couldn't score. Our quarterback got hurt the first week of the season. We went through the season, you know, trying to replace him, mm -hmm. and it was just it was just a tough year all around. We lost every. This is, this is in D.C. This isn't even this, Albany. This, this is, is in Washington D.C. Washington D.C. Yes. The first year of you the playing. The very first year that, that I you were in, involved in involved. Any ownership in any any sports franchises. Okay. Uh, and, we, and honestly, we got, we were looking for a way to involve ourselves in, in the sporting world. But our ultimate goal was to help with the development around whatever venue we were playing in. So housing, commercial, restaurants. You those. had a dual intention. Yes. Yeah. From an economic development standpoint, leveraging the um, economic impact of the team on the economic impact of the surrounding properties and real estate. That's correct. And we were, you know, when we started this process, there was there was a group of us. Um, we were looking at large friend, you know, indoor soccer leagues, like Major League Soccer. Uh, mm -hmm. We even talked to folks about um, a national basketball association team so we were we were thinking really big it's um and in some instances we had raised the money to do that mm -hmm. uh, but there are so many politics involved in that that it just didn't happen mm -hmm. and so where we landed was um looking at some indoor football leagues in some different cities mm -hmm. and finally settled on baltimore um one of the other owners uh, uh my my best friend he was in dc so because we had somebody on the ground there, we were able to go up and get all of the things started. Um, 
you know, he brought in some, some great investors. So, so we were able to get it off the ground, you know, that, so that's the great part. Um, I came in more with the event experience, marketing experience, um, to, to add that to what the, so let's just be clear. You were brought into an existing, um, environment to add your value, um, and from your expertise to build a team that was in the franchise football space, correct? Well, no, we all came in to new came together. together. Mm -hmm. And then you took over. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. you all were thinking big and you were thinking about expansion from the get go. From, from the get go, you were yeah. talking about yeah. thinking. It was about more than football. It was always And it always has been about more than football, yes. The CEO mindset, which you have, is always in play, is what you're saying. Absolutely. And I was with a, a group of folks that think like that. Mm -hmm. So our, our vision was bigger than the game. However, the game was going to be, you know, as a as the hub of of how we got into those other environments from a political mm -hmm. standpoint. Mm -hmm. So you, you need to put a winning product on the field in order to get there. Mm -hmm. And and you know, in one year we weren't able to do that. Um, we we lost every every penny we put into that. So how did you pivot to Albany from there? All right. So one of the guys that we played against, he was an owner of another team, actually one of the teams we beat, <laughs> you know, in, through, in our first uh, year. He was, uh, okay, so let me just say, after the 2009 year and that losing season, losing all our dollars, if you remember from an economic standpoint, we were pretty much in a recession at that time, depression almost. Um, I was done with football. I, I had no interest in, in being involved in football. Uh, I was going back to my bread and butter, which was more events, entertainment, and those types of things. So, um, so for five months, I didn't talk about football. When we were done in July, didn't want to talk about it. So fast forward to uh, end of 2009, you know, economy is terrible. We get into 2010, I get a call, um, you know, are you interested in being a part of our football franchise? We're going to start a new franchise in Albany, Georgia. New group of people? This is the guy that was an owner at a- You've been, you've been exposed to him. This I've been exposed to him. I met him um, and he had another opportunity in Albany, Georgia. Mm -hmm. So my first, you know, our first discussion was, no, thank you. Not interested in football, you know, Been there, but, I, done but, that. I, but I appreciate the call, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and uh, so, you know, didn't discuss that with him. So call me again another day and was like, hey, you know, I will handle the football operations part of it. I've been down to Albany, Georgia. Uh, we have the, you know, the ability to get a contract with the arena much better than the arena you played in because you had seen our arena in dc you had but, to start somewhere you had yeah. to start somewhere. but you you can come and we would partner and you'd manage the events because they are asking for large concerts and things like that down there so if you're interested in that part of it then great but you don't have to do any football oh okay well that's fine i'm interested in that's that but i do if that's the case, you know, then, then we can talk about that. 
but I don't know anything about Albany, Georgia, haven't been there. So I would need to go visit before I can say that I, I want to be in. So you had to that, vet, that was our deal. You had to vet the opportunity. I have to vet the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly vetting opportunities. But constantly vetting opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Before I can say yes to this, um, because at that point, I was trying to think about what was going to be next post-recession. Um, and so, you know, this seemed like a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so that's how I even got introduced to the city. Um, and I, and I say enigma because this is when the, the mysterious part <laughs> began. So I, so I am expected to be in Albany, Georgia with him. Um, let's just say on a Tuesday morning mm-hmm. and Albany, Albany is about three and a half, four hours away from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So, uh, waiting on him to come get me and he was he was running late and so i mean we were going to be running late and so i was you know i was already on the fence so i wasn't going to do it i said you know this what? Is, this, is your, this is your excuse like, this is my that's correct that's my excuse um so i talked to i had talked the day before to the assistant city manager in albany george so he knew who i was knew my name and all those things and he was expecting me to come so as i'm waiting in the morning waiting on the ride i said you know what um a buddy of mine was there and he said hey you know what if you want to go down there i'll ride down there with you so he came picked me up and we drove to albany met with the assistant city manager um later that you know which was a which was a great meeting can you tell me why the city manager what role does a city manager have in your intent to build a football team? Okay. Where's, how do you connect those two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to have somewhere to play. Mm-hmm. And so the, the venue in Albany, Georgia is a city-owned and city-managed venue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just a venue that, you know, that's privately owned. So the city and the city council, uh, which include the mayor, are the ones that decide on who get the contract to play or do any event inside of it. And so the the gentleman that called me, which was my partner to start all this off, had already done the work of getting in front of them and determining whether they wanted a football team. Right, now, I'll be honest, I didn't know all of that. You're just, just riding, you're just riding. You're just yeah. riding all so guess what, guess what? I'm not coming to talk about football. I am coming to talk about the events that are going to happen in addition to football. And I, so that was my thought. I mm-hmm. no, don't care that you have a football contract, sir. Even though I have this experience in my... Experience, yeah, yeah. So he asked me about experience. He asked me about all those things. He was vetting me. I see. Once again. Vetting going back and forth. As he was vetting me as the football team owner, however, unbeknownst to me. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm there for events, mm-hmm. special promotions, want to see the venue. Oh, we, he said, yeah, so when the football team gets here, then this is where they will be. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Don't now care. I know I'm going to use for this, this, and this. Right, yeah. Let's talk about why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now that's really, honestly, how it happened. Um, then I went, I ended up meeting. Uh, a group of guys who were part of 
the football team that had just left the city. Okay. So coming into Albany was different than DC. They had had football for years mm -hmm. in the venue. Mm -hmm. They had fans mm -hmm. from the old team. Mm -hmm. they had you players. had a framework. You were walking into a framework. Exactly. It existed. Right. Yep. And so I, I met with some of those folks. And the, the guy who would be the end up being the GM of the football team mm -hmm. gave me the background on the football piece of it. Is this the Southern Fried part when you started to get courted? All of this is Southern <laughs> Fried. All of this, you know, I'm taking it all in. Mm -hmm. And I'm mirroring my experience in DC to the experience that they've had with fans. Mm -hmm and expectations in a city. Now they had never won a championship, but they had been to the playoffs. And so then I started saying, okay, eh, maybe I'll help with the football piece of it, but I don't want to run the football piece of it. But this feels different. The venue was very nice compared to where we were. Mm -hmm. They own their own field. Mm -hmm. They own their own goalposts. Mm -hmm. um, so they had locker rooms. It was, it was amazing to me. Um, step up a, a, a big step up and and then they had sponsors who had been a part of the old team that were intrigued about whether a new team would be coming into town let's not forget that you are a football lover I am and a, a competitor at the core of your being yeah so they were speaking my language but you they, know, were, they uh, were hitting all your buttons yeah they were hitting all the buttons even though uh I was there with my friend, not there with my uh, business partner. Mm -hmm. They were hitting all the things that, that I liked. So, you know, um, we went back to Atlanta that night. Mm -hmm. Next morning, newspaper Albany, uh, I can't remember which Albany newspaper, new football team owner visits the city. Yeah, newspaper. Yeah. I came to learn that the Albany newspaper and the media, very strong down there, but they can get the word out, you know. Wait, um, that's how whether they good or bad. Whether that's good or bad. They, they had people. They was yeah. getting so, the word out. Yeah, but, but I did not know that's what was going to happen. So that was my entree into the media in Albany, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I, the new football team, I think I probably still have that article. Name everything in the paper. So of course, I'm getting on the phone. Hey, hey, hey! hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you're, rushing, you're rushing me. You're rushing me. Yeah. Um, but but from a betting standpoint, you were and you always do constantly scan the horizon. You were constantly. I'm sure you, you were looking at puzzle pieces and figuring out what what's the opportunity here and managing look, looking through the risk, right? You were you were evaluating that in that environment too, correct? Absolutely. Um, and I you know I was intrigued. You know, so, so they invited me back, you know, in, in a couple of weeks in order to announce the football team. And so that meant um, two things. One, are you going to do it um, with this partner that I honestly had met, talked to, didn't know? Mm -hmm. And two, there's some money due in two weeks in order to hold the venue. Um, but you weren't what, you weren't brought in to play pay the money. You were brought in to do the event. Uh, correct. So are we saying that there were some changes in the dynamic somewhere in these conversations? 
Um, your role, your role changed at some point at the table. So you had started on the, the side and you ended up at the head of the table. Somehow you, you shifted to the that, head of the that, table. That is correct. That, is, that actually absolutely happened. Um, and I, I can't say that I didn't see it happening, but I just need the clarification. And the clarification that was provided to me was, no, we're in this together. You know, we're, we're going to do that. So, um, so, so <laughs> two weeks later, you know, we're back maybe two, two or three weeks later. Now, mind you, this is January. Mm -hmm. The season starts in March. But you had players. They had an infrastructure. It was really about changing the ownership. It was changing the business side of the franchise, it's like changing hats. But the team was there. Yeah. Okay. The, 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 the presumed team was there. Mm -hmm. uh, so so I'm going to tell you a funny story. During the announcement, I had met and, and hired the guy I met as general manager. So all this is happening, meaning money has been paid. So we, we have we have cut a check to say yes we're coming. Mm -hmm. Now we can make the announcement. Mm -hmm. um, so we're there. GM is there. The night before, I didn't sleep because I was vetting coaches. Coaches okay. were calling me. You know the coach that we had before in DC. Probably about four or five people I was talking to about their philosophy on on winning. Uh, being competitive in those types of things. So this went on into oh, the night. <laughs> um, and we get to the uh, press conference and I haven't hired a coach. So um, you're about 10 minutes before we're going to go. So it's just going to be me and the general manager at that point. In comes a gentleman in a suit. Never met him. Saw him, looked like a coach. It was one of the guys I had spoken to um, the night before. Mm -hmm. And he was, he had been given a verbal hire by the general manager. Right. So, um, so, you know, so me and the general manager, we're off to the side talking. And I was like, I haven't hired him. I don't know him. I've talked to him, but unless he can talk to me in the next three minutes and present himself as the coach and I bring him on, can he come and sit up here with us? So he prove himself in three minutes. He got three minutes or less. We go outside. We're in the middle of the road and he's telling me his coaching philosophy and he's telling me that he has gotten the players. Um, he's, he's talking about the team. I mean, this is, this is literally in three minutes. He can tell you this. Um, and, you know, he said he wants to do it. He had been a coordinator with the team before. So ready to step up. Yeah. This is his opportunity to shine. This is his moment. Yep. And he sold himself, you know. Um, so shook his hand, said, come on, join us on stage. That's how I hired the coach. So that's an instinctual hire. You, 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 you trusted what he was saying to you. And all the things, all the things going on around you, nothing's really stable. You are really trusting your instincts and your business instincts, and you having vetted the the land around, like what's going on, right? And I'm now the the business person, and now I'm the football team guy. That's when the football really started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So mind you, I'm there for the second time. I start visiting sponsors. I start looking at hotel partners. Um, but you, you're coming in the room differently now, though, because now you're an owner. So am, you're talking to sponsors from a different perspective. That's right? correct. That's correct. And now I know we have a very short time period to go from start to on the field. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, close I'm, a lot of deals, sign a lot of sign on a lot of dotted lines. Yes. Quick. Yep. Uh, the, and the best part is, you know, we had a, a mold already there from the older, uh, from the franchise that was leaving. So there was some structure there that, that needed my footprint, handprint model on that so that we can move in a manner that I wanted to help move the team. Um, so, so we started doing that immediately. I think it was there for a couple of days, you know, that, that trip. Mm -hmm. um, but now we got to prepare for the season. Now I am talking to the league owners about our schedule. Um, because in this world, other things happen inside of the venue. Other things happen in the other venues that are around. So the scheduling has to be, you know, in line so that you can play. And we were able to, you know, tell them that we needed to start a little later um, you know, at least for our home games, because we had a home game. The first game was a home game. So we ended up being able to start two weeks later. We had a tryout. <laughs> we had brought on players, filled out a team, all of that within a month. So what would you say from the HBCU CEO? Tell me what characteristics of the HBCU that you brought to the table. So I know that models are, are huge for you. So mm -hmm. duplicatable models are important. Um, and uh, projections and having a plan and a timeline. Is that what you brought to the table that helped to expedite this? Or what, what was it that you feel like you brought to the table and were able to really lend to the effort? Yeah. Well, well, I think being able to understand all of the moving pieces so that we could move quickly and, and put it into a model. Mm -hmm. So we had to stand for something when we were going out, you know, into the marketplace. So my background in the experiences, live events, and being able to have a purpose, you know, is, is what I brought. But also- Mobilized everything. Yeah, but also structure in that, you know. Um, and like, I always go back to, to my budget. So as we build out a budget, the, there are pieces in there that you must ensure work together. Mm -hmm. um, and a part of that is the leadership that's under you. Uh, so being able to have a general manager that that knew the market, knew the business, that was that was key. Uh, and then being able to, to to bring on a coach that knew current players, had relationships with them, and then would be able to fill the holes. Mm -hmm. That's the part that could get us on the field. Mm -hmm. um, being able to you know form relationships with the venue to know we can get in and out of the venue, um, you know know the schedule that's going to happen and understand that. That was a simplified process because they knew what they were doing. So we're walking into a situation where I just needed to, to mold it. Uh, and then now, you had to find money. Then you had to find money. Yeah, we, we had to find money. Um, so we were able to bring on, and, and we had to find money through the year. Mm -hmm. So some people did not believe a team was going to play. That was, that was the number one because I think before we got there, about three or four people had become owners of the team who weren't. 
um, who had said that they were going to be the owner, had all these, these dollars, that didn't. And then I think I might've been the fourth or fifth person that came to Albany, Georgia and was able to explain how we were going to go to market and make this happen. So you were the one that came in, stepped in, took all the, the blocks, put them in together and built something that people could hook onto to stand, to stand on, to move to the next chapter. 